Friday with Batters on Drive. Who is he? It's my partner, but he not speak. Oh, that's your silent partner. <laughs> on with the show! Friday with Batters and more. Are you ready yet? 7.20, ABC Perth. If I was to say to you, it really gets in, you'd know the TV ad I'm talking about is this one. On Wednesday, Will Anderson was chatting to me about that night's gruen transfer, which was looking at the marketing of toothpaste and particularly Mrs. Marsh. And it did get us thinking, who is Mrs. Marsh and where is she now? Well, Mrs. Marsh is Barbara Farrell. She is in Noosa, but she's with us right now. Barbara, welcome to the Drive program. Lovely to talk talk to you. Lovely to be talking to you too. What do you think when you hear that advertisement? Oh, uh, well, I suppose at the moment I get all warm and fuzzy. It's so long ago. It's a lovely wave of nostalgia washes over me. (laughs) It was a good time. Um, How many of those ads were there? We did about 16 or 17 over the period of 14 odd years, so it was uh, it ran for a fair old while. And and do you remember when it started? Um, yeah, it was in the mid 70s. I, I think I I thought it was 76. I think it might have been a bit earlier than that. Might have been even in 75. Uh, but um, it's around about that time. Oh, and so, and it finished then. Uh, no, uh, in about around about 1990, it finished. Okay, so it's mm. nearly 20 years ago. <laughs> when when Barbara Farrell walks down the street, do uh, do do people uh, you know about thirty five uh, years old stop you and go? <gasps> well, yeah, actually, it has happened it, a few weeks ago. Funnily enough, I was in the um, one of the local centres up here with my husband, and we were just walking along, minding our own business, and this fellow walked past and suddenly had gone right past us and suddenly turned around and said, Oi, you, you know, and we sort of looked back and he said, You were Mrs. Marsh. I thought, my God. I think that's beautiful. But one wonderful thing is it means you haven't aged at all, which is lovely. Oh, well, either that or I must have looked awfully old, well, <laughs> which I think I did. I mean, I was never... Um, I, I played uh, I played adult parts from the time I was a child. As a child, I belonged in... London to a group called the Children's Opera Group, which we used to perform opera for children in schools. You can imagine how much the little darlings love that one. Um, and one of the operas that we did was Hansel and Gretel. And no, I wasn't one of the children. I played the witch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, when you're when you're eight years old, you look at somebody that's 35 and you think they're ancient. I mean, you, I know, you remember what no. that's like. So, so, I, I mean, look you... in my granddaughter's <laughs> eyes when they look at me and think, "Poor old thing, she's going peculiar." <laughs> but, but, but I'd be intrigued to know, and I'm not, it's not me trying to work out how old you are, but I'd love to know when you did the first ad in the mid seventies, uh, uh, and I would have looked at that and considered you to be ancient. Well, you know, yes, how old, so did how my old agent. Because <laughs> the day she sent me for the audition, I'd done three auditions for other people, all of whom were looking for a forty-year-old, and at that stage, I hadn't really turned thirty, so I wasn't really in love with my agent by the time. <laughs> I got to the fourth, <laughs> fourth interview. So, so you're not yet you're not yet thirty, but Mrs. Marsh surely was a, 
a character in her 40s, do you think? Or? Um, well, that's what she was intended to be. She mm. was, I believe, I've never seen the actual original, but she was actually designed or given birth to in America. And, uh, of course, when they wanted to copy the ad over here, in those days, fortunately, we had stricter rules than we have now, and the companies had to use Australian talent. Um, so they decided to have an Australian Mrs. Marsh, thank goodness for me. Uh, she actually survived. She worked better and survived better here than she did over there. So. Um, and was it a direct mimic? I mean, even though it wasn't as long-lasting, was the American version called Mrs. Marsh, and did she have the chalk and the blue liquid? Yes, she was called Mrs. Marsh, and the very first commercial we did was an exact copy of the American ad. And then after that, we sort of went our own way and developed the character and the ads obviously, to, to sort of suit ourselves and do all that sort of stuff. What, what was the blue liquid? Um, it was ink. <laughs> it was ink and it was fun, trust me. Getting that off my fingers, I used to have it have them sprayed with plastic skin and God knows what else to get it off. But the very first time we did it, the lovely, lovely makeup lady from uh, the advertising agency who'd been there for many years and was very well known in the business... She, they produced the, they tried to do something else other than ink, but it wouldn't work. So they dashed out and got some ink and, and did all that. And then she tried, she spent hours with bleach and sodium chloride and God knows what else trying to get the stain off my fingers. And from then on, we used to have to spray my hands with uh, plastic skin <laughs> and do the close-ups with the ink right at the last minute. And the other trick was that, of course, it had to be done really, really quickly because the colour could only penetrate so far into the chalk, because whilst the claim had been proved in university tests, um, <laughs> it, it, would, it could only penetrate so far. And, Russell, would you believe there was a person, I know not whom, but Colgate used to get all these letters, or the company used to get all these letters from people, and they actually employed at one stage somebody to deal with all the correspondence that came in, and some person went to the, prob to the trouble of freeze-framing the ad, measuring the penetration of the colour, working it out as a percentage and then demanding that the company prove that it could actually penetrate that far into teeth. So from then on we had to be really, really careful that we only went so far into the chalk. It was just remarkable. I think it's called Get a Life. <laughs> Uh, what about, can I ask you a couple of quick things? Was, yeah. I mean, we always, you know, it's a bit naive when you sit at home and you watch the television and you see Mrs. Marsh on the screen. Um, I'd love to think that it was a check for life, that it, uh, it was the making of, uh, of, of Barbara Farrell. Was it financially that rewarding for you or is that just naive? Well, no, it's not naive. I mean, it, it was good insofar as uh, I was on a retainer with the company so that I couldn't work for anybody else. And I was able, I actually used that money to buy. I had a, a business in Sydney um, that uh, ran demonstrations and food tastings, wine tastings, perfume trials, and all that sort of thing in the various stores. I had about 250 ladies and gentlemen registered on my books, and we used to, you know, handle that sort of thing in in the big stores. Uh, so that you know, it was good from that point of view. The only Perhaps it, it could have been more lucrative had we had the situation that they have overseas where you get paid residuals. So we, we didn't get residuals, otherwise it would have been very nice. Yes. But, um, however, no, it, it was good and the, the company were very good to me. I had, uh, some of your listeners might remember, I did 
have an illness um, round about uh, the 1980 uh, when I had a I dropped quite a considerable amount of weight and everything sort of changed. It was really sort of quite serious for a while and the company could have dumped me but they didn't. They sat back and waited and um, stood by me and were, were very, very good to me after that. So I was very fortunate from that point of view and we kept the association going. Which oh, was, that's nice to hear, which actually. Great. Mm. Yeah, it's nice yeah to hear. you can... don't often hear about no. big corporations having no. a heart, but no. this one did. Barbara, tell me when you, because you say you use this product, tell me you don't have to buy it. Did you just walk into any, any supermarket and... No, the I company. don't walk into anything. No, the company is still very kind. They still supply me. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Fridays with Batters and Wolf, the gateway to the weekend. Yeah, and make sure you close it on the way out, will you? Batters! Wolfie! Oh, welcome to Friday. Oh, so good to see you. Isn't it a great day? Oh, it's a lovely day. Best day. And the great thing about this Friday yeah. is that you don't have to do the weather at the 7 o'clock news. Correct. You've got another week's reprieve. Correct. But only a week. Uh, well, at this stage, it's, uh, because... Because there's a rumour out there, you know. That uh, someone's going to replace me. Bryce. Have you... Bryce Green, yeah. my producer, <laughs> has been cutting my grass, so to speak. <laughs> Do you think? Mm. Um, well, I... he's been doing that. He does the traffic very well. Well, I mean, that's Sharon's grass being cut right yeah. there, not mine. Um, but, um, you know, I, if... If the kid wanted to have a go, I'd let him have a go. If he felt he could do it. If he, I mean, you know. Imagine Bryce in a tie. Oh, yeah. don't. You don't. Do you want to have the tie debate? No, we've had that. No, let's not have the. Let's okay. not have. The, let's not have the tie debate. Okay. Because uh, there is no debate. Jordan has spoken. Yeah. Uh, the boss uh, ties on. Mm. Um, so the week after next, all going well. You're back on. Yeah. And that's the thing because there's some people didn't. I actually heard a rumor that oh they've they've removed Wolfie from the weather full stop because he refuses to wear the tie. The tie. <laughs> And so I yeah. said, no, <laughs> he'll be back. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. anyway, I enjoy the next, well. Wait, I'm enjoying, yeah. I am enjoying the early finishes and getting home, spending a bit of time with uh, Poppy and uh, feeding yeah. her and, you know. But we're, miss, we're missing not having you on the box, Wolfie. Thanks, mate. Yep, it's true. Uh, now, uh, Batters, uh, earlier today, yeah. we spoke to uh, Mrs. Marsh. Brilliant. I, the, it was fantastic. Colgate. Oh, you can't say oh, Colgate. No, can you? you, well, you can't there. Yeah, toothpaste. <laughs> From the toothpaste company. <laughs> okay. Um, and, uh, and what I will tell you about Mrs. Marsh is that, you know, of all the places that you think she might live, uh, would Noosa be high up on the list? Well, who would have thought that she would have turned into a hippie and uh, spent, her time, spent her time in Noosa? But it did get me uh, thinking about those old television ads, yeah. uh, or radio ads even, yep. that we used to love as kiddies. Oh. I mean, if you think, and this is, we want, we want your help. Can I just say, though, we are on the ABC, so talking about advertisements on the ABC is fraught with danger. Um, yeah. You know, danger brought to you by TAA Airlines. Uh, now, we can say TAA as many times as you like. They don't exist. Gonski. If, uh, your, if your favourite ad happens to be, you know... <laughs> well, can I tell you mine? Uh, I think and it's... set... <laughs> then or Babcock and Brown, <laughs> oh, a bit too close. Uh, then um, you know we can get away with it. But you can ring up and share your ad. Don't be as big generic about it. Maybe give us the catch cry. If there's a catch cry that doesn't mention the brand name, what are the advertisements that you remember? One double nine double two seven twenty on the SMS, or one three hundred triple two seven twenty. If you want to talk to Batters and Wolfie this afternoon, your favourite ads. Go on, yours. Well, I couldn't. I mean, straight away it came to mind, and yeah. I can still see the picture of this yeah. beautiful girl. Walking yeah. along the beach. You with me? Uh, it's not Coppertone. 
Oh, hey, hold on. Yeah. Well, maybe they don't exist anymore. I'm not yeah. sure. I'm not sure. Oh, it's going to be difficult. Well, let's make them Gonski. Okay. Yeah, they're gone. Yeah, no, yeah. I know which ad you're talking about, but yeah. you can come on. You can. can you, I can say that because that's okay. no longer around. Exactly. I've never said. Oh, Tab. Tab. I mean, Al McPherson. A the, young Al McPherson. Oh. Who doesn't look. No, a lot you know, different. To, to, to how she looks today. And that, that ad would have been 1979, something like that. Brilliant. I can uh, still see it. Which means I, she I was often only replay 15 it. or 16, probably. Oh, 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 definitely over 16. Over 16, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so let's together remember. Do you remember the music? Do you remember the oh, words? Oh, you've got. Have you got. Have a listen oh, to this. Oh, brilliant. Tad, cola has a beautiful taste. So good for beautiful people. Tad, cola, beautiful to you and me. Because every can has less than two calories. Tad, cola helps a beautiful shape. Just right for beautiful people. Tap, cola, taste so good to you. Great taste, low calorie tap. Oh. Bang. Yeah. You can just see her bouncing along. Can <laughs> yes, you? you can. I see. It's funny because I, I remember her turning back and that smile <laughs> that she gives. Uh, the beautiful Elle McPherson, uh, a very young young person, Elle McPherson. Uh, now the ad that I I remember yeah, yep. is another product that is no longer with us. Um, so and, can... and 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 so I can mention it. Yeah. But I, I want people to think about it because. It was when, when did we get colour television? About 1974, oh, four, yeah, something like that. Know. So, this was an ad that came out at, at that time when we made the move from black and white to colour. Yeah. And it was an ad. It was almost like in the schoolyard. This was a Have you seen the ad in colour? You know, like uh, my family's richer than yours. Uh, sort of scenario. It was like one that sort of created two camps. Oh. And you used to sort of, if you didn't have a colour telly. You'd make a point of, um, you know, sucking up to a boy or girl in the class that did have and, uh, you know, giving them your lunch and letting oh, really? them give you a wedgie and so that you could go back to their <laughs> place after you go to school? school. Um, <laughs> um, Hard knocks. And well, it turns out, here we go, uh, it turns out that uh, Brett's got the same thought. Brett's got the same thought. Uh, you probably didn't realise I was talking about this product, actually, Brett, but, but what is the ad that you remember? I remember when I was a kid, it was a, an outrageous bloke in a pair of stilts. He looked 10 foot tall, and it was the uh, the Uncle Sam deodorant ad. That's the one I'm talking wow. about. Okay. Because it was a colour advertisement, and it had the colours red, white, and blue. Like, I mean, and yeah. red, white, and blue in black and white, not so good. Yeah. Red, white, and blue in colour, well, that's impressive. Yeah. Um, do you remember how the song goes, Brett? Yeah, we, yeah, we used to, as, uh, as kids, we used to uh, make up our own words to it. So, um, was it clean? Uh, yeah, it was, actually. Can you sing it for us? Uh, you need Uncle Sam, you need Uncle Sam. 49 cents for a rusty old can. Nice. That's how you go. Yeah, nice. Well, you'll be pleased to know that we've got it. and we can. You can have a sing along to it if you like. Have a listen. Here we go. You need Uncle Sam, you need Uncle Sam. Let's get together with the stars and striped jackets. Perfect connection for fellows and girls. Top of the world. No sweat. <laughs> no sweat. Do you Dang. remember that, Brett? 
Well, I mean, I don't think it was around for a long, long time. I mean, it hasn't been available for ages. So uh, the answer is probably no. Uh, um, thanks for your memories, Brett. Good to good to talk to you. And oh, I remember, oh, I've got a feeling there was more than just deodorant that it ended up expanding into uh, maybe toothpaste and other things as well, uh, Uncle Sam. But certainly it was a deodorant and uh, no longer with us. Valet, Uncle Sam. Yeah. yeah. Great tune. They don't make them like that anymore, do no. they? No. Oh, was... that's not true. Why? They do make some good ones these days, they don't. Oh, well, they, yeah, of course, there are some good ads. The um, the one that can you say bugger on TV that those one that you can one, on that TV but you're not allowed to on radio. Oh God, all right then. Uh, I shouldn't really say God on radio either. <laughs> Can't you? Yeah, <laughs> you might be. Listening. Honestly, I mean you have you've been swallowed up by corporate Australia and forgotten all the rules. Rum with the rum and the polar bear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're right, Australian rugby union connections now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what is it about you? How far are we going to go back, Wolfie? You have sold your soul. I don't care how far we go back, uh, because uh, this... Brill cream, brill cream, brill cream, brill cream, a little dab will do ya. Brill cream, you'll look so debonair. Brill cream, the gals will pursue ya. Simply rub a little in your hair. Yes, look good, as a man should. Brill cream your hair. Yes. yes, you have gone back a long way. My you? father used that product. Uh, I can remember seeing him with his, uh, he's got a great head of hair and a little bit of that and uh, used to you what, know, what, what comb it through. What year is that one, do you know? I would say 50s, uh, not, I'm not sure. Definitely black and white. Absolutely. Well, that, was, tell a, you about that this, was radio. This mate of mine, uh, <laughs> this mate of mine who, um, who, who told his his kid once asked him why there were black and white movies? Did mm. I ever tell you that no. story? <laughs> and he and he told him it's because well well once upon a time the world was in black and white. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Problem was yeah. his kid took that to school. Yeah. And yeah. you know he's probably uh, still paying. Yeah, but <laughs> getting ridiculed for that. But it's a good little answer. Well, the world was black and white until the 1950s. Whatever. Uh, yeah. What's the Chinese? What's the What's the Great Wall? <laughs> yeah. Well, same thing. Yeah. yeah. Keep, keep, <laughs> keep rabbits, rabbits out. out. Yeah. 720 ABC Perth. Uh, Banners and Wolfie still with you for another five minutes. What about Wolfie, the one where you had to turn Grandma upside down? What was that one? Turn Grandma upside down. That's not because not the taste buds are on the top of your mouth. That's, uh, that was turn the bread upside Oh! Why would you do that? Is that, is that Why the... would you do that? What, what, <laughs> hey, John, how are you? Not bad, Wolfie, yourself? Very well, thanks. Uh, what's the ad that you remember? <laughs> Mate, uh, it's another soap bad. It's, uh, it's a soap that's unfortunately no, no longer with us. No, that's so. a good thing. Well, then we can go hard on it. What, what was it? Absolutely. Remember Lime Fresh? Oh, look, I do. Oh. I actually do. You it, remember it, it, the Lime Fresh? <laughs> the Calypso. <laughs> With the <laughs> I remember the cake of soap. It was sort of a two-tone, a two-tone green cake of oh, soap. Mate, if they bought it out again today, it'd go gangbusters. There's no doubt about it. Just give us, one, <laughs> give us the one, one more go at Lime Fresh. Lime Oh, uh, wouldn't you like to have been driving uh, alongside, <laughs> alongside when you saw that? John, uh, thanks for that, John. Uh, let's see. Uh, Glenn Mitchell was orgasmic on the wireless when he found out that Tab was still available in South Africa during the recent commentary oh. uh, from Jim. Thank you. And uh, Sprint Lemon Sour did it for me. Uh, Sprint Lemon Sour. Do you remember the, do you remember the handy cans? Oh, yeah. Remember you used to get, you know, small cans of, co- uh, of soft drinks? They weren't actually. Co- ding, ding, ding. 
Uh, but they came, rather than being short, fat ones, which I think you can still get, they were like long and thin yeah. ones. They didn't last very long, did they? Um, no. <laughs> what about the Milky Bar Kid? Remember that? Oh, <laughs> can you sing it? Only the first line. Go on. No, I can't. No. Oh, come on. I can't. Tom, I can't. Seriously. Look at people singing to us the, all the, the time. The Milky Bar Kid is... Well, there, I told you I can only do the first. Oh, is Tough and Strong? The Milky Bar, Bar Kid. No, I can't remember. Uh, Michael, welcome to the program. How you doing? What, what do you remember? Um, oh, you're probably a similar vintage to, to my, myself, uh, Russell. So you might remember a, um, a series of TV ads in Perth where um had the uh, lady, for, he used to be on number 96, and he used to scream, uh, screech at the top of her voice, Where do you get it? Oh, <laughs> yeah, Four Square ma- Matheson's Foodland. Cut price and Cut four, price. Dory like Evans, that. was it Dory Evans? Yeah, sorry, that was on to play Dory Evans. <laughs> and it, it just, you never could get it out of your head. Did you get it? Yeah. That and Abigail, they're the two things I couldn't get out of my head. <laughs> they're the three things he couldn't get out of his head. <laughs> um, good on you, Michael. Great memories, great memories. Uh, anteater underwear, where the anteater wanders up the girl. Uh, from Tim, <laughs> not my real name, my wife's listening. Uh, what about the Bex ad? I mean, I remember Bex ads because... Uh, Bex is better, <laughs> is how they used to finish. I mean, you don't get powders anymore, do you? You can't buy powders, you know, like for pain killing. Uh, no, I don't. No, I don't think so. Um, I've got a box of Bex in my um, in my in my office, actually. Uh, the life being it ads. Norm. Oh. I mean, remember meeting Norm for the first time. Priceless. Uh, quite a thrill. Hello, Stuart. Hello, guys. How are you going? Hey, Stuart. All those ads you mentioned, I'll remember them all. But there's one from the late seventies. I just can't get it out of my head. It will go to my grave with me. Naughty Don Rogers. Oh, oh. oh, fantastic. In the, ca- oh, in the, in the candies. Go on, do, do the voice again. I'm going mad with money. <laughs> 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 Absolutely brilliant. What about when you go into the laundry and you open up the laundry cupboard as a kid and just expect to be swamped by lemons and be discovered the next day with lemons up to your neck? I tell you, it's crazy. Okay, Mr. Noel. Oh, you'd fall for anything. Oh, hi, better love. Listen, you tell him. Tell him what? He won't believe me when I tell him there's lemon in fat. Lemon? There is lemon in fat. That's how I get his shirt so white. Lemon? Oh, boy. You see? <laughs> Fab is lemon charged oh. to whiten. They're action packed, aren't Fantastic. they? Fantastic. Hi, Betty. Hi. <laughs> what about you soaking in it? <laughs> what? It's mud on your hands while you do the dishes. <laughs> uh, used to love Madge. Oh. Um, Batters, thank you so much for coming in and having a play. Great work, Wolfie. Fridays on Drive with Batters and Wolf. There's something squally around here. <laughs>